Welcome to the Legendary League of Legends podcast. This week is a somber week, so I shall lead off by reading the tale of this split. It begins at the end of Gauntlet 2019. (laughs) After losing the 2019 Gauntlet series, Weldon Green, the head coach of CLG, went for an early stroll along the beach to meditate and clear his mind after a long split. As he walked, he stumped his toe on something metallic. It's a genie lamp. You have freed me, so I shall grant you three wishes, the genie boomed. But I am not as powerful as I once was, so I can only grant second best wishes. Weldon thought about it for a while, knowing Irene was leaving. He said, I wish for a strategic coach that that has coached a world's team. Grant it said the genie. Make Song an offer, and he will join your team. Walden made a second wish. I wish for a former world champion mid laner. Granted, said the genie. Crown will be available, and he will join your team. Walden rubbed his hands and made his final wish. I wish for CLG to finish exactly one spot behind Team Liquid. Miles away, it is Disney Mansion, Steve... Liquid 112 Arnett bolted upright from a uh, from a sleep in a cold sweat. That was that was Sunday. That was what Sunday was to me. Hmm. Watching Steve's dreams crumble around him from his Disney mansion. This is, this is my favorite meme to come out of this split, by the way. Like a hundred percent. What do you what do you think, Hamot? How do you feel about uh, this split and uh, its happenings? <laughs> results. Results. That's the word. You know you know what? I'll, I'll only take the positives from it, which was that FlyQuest came in third, fourth, I believe. I forget. At the end of it. Third or fourth. Somewhere in between. It was third. It was third. Thank goodness. Wait. All right. So they came oh, in third. I have them as fourth here, actually. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, TSM finished fourth. No, TSM finished fifth. It was EG, 100 Thieves, and Fly that were playing for second place. <laughs> Technically, they're tied for second. Technically. But tiebreakers. Yep. I just wanted you to say TSM finished fifth. I mean, sure. <laughs> you know, where, you know right. where they didn't finish? After winning four championships in a row with the uh, the the... The touted best AD carry in North America. Uh, where did they not finish? In like they didn't not finish ninth. Okay, ninth fucking place. Fair enough. Ninth. The team with Broxa, Double Lift, Jensen, Impact, and Core JJ finished ninth. Yep. And, uh, you know, CLG might have something next split. Maybe. 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 (laughs) Please. Before we we dive into the TL topic and what what, what we kind of think went wrong and how we would go about fixing it, uh, we have to kind of touch on C9's second best 17-1 split, only coming short of TSM's 17-0 split. Ugh. So close yet so far, Matt. What do you, what do you think of your boys finishing seventeen and one? 
I mean, shout out to C9. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? Like, for holding it down. They were really, really good this split. I don't think a lot of a lot of uh, C9 fans can complain. I know that uh, I, like many others, were a little bit worried <laughs> coming into the split, uh, given the loss of our, our sweet, sweet boy, uh, Sneaky. However, I think we, we managed to be okay. Managed. Uh, That's goodness. a light word. <laughs> thank mm-hmm. goodness for that. Pretty uh, light. It turns out that you replaced your AD carry with somebody who uh, got like an 80-something KDA in the first four weeks or some shit. Oh. Sven's been nasty this split, man. He truly has been. This He's whole crazy. team is crazy. And it, they basically have the three front runners for MVP. And I do, like, if, if you don't have Blabber, Niski, or Sven in your MVP, like if you had a top three, um, you're just wrong. You just you just don't know what you're doing, and you probably shouldn't be given an MVP ballot in the future. Shouldn't even have been given it. Wow. Shouldn't <laughs> even have. Uh, excuse but me. I I my only problem with uh t- C9 this one is that they look like the only team that knows what the fuck they're doing, and everyone else is just sort of uh trying to fix their boat while they're sailing. No, and they're trying to plug all the holes, and they don't have enough fingers to plug all the holes. That's that's what it feels yeah. like watching the LCS right now, and it's real. Uh, it's real. Not traumatizing, stressful. Yeah, I guess stressful. It's tense. I'm just like nobody can play the game. What the fuck? Everyone loses to everyone. It doesn't make any sense anymore. Except that c9 minus one minus that one time c9 minus that one time and that's the one time that matters don't you forget it coming back you know it's coming back you absolute animal you fucking (laughs) baboon nothing matters it's spring split um that's double lift opinion right there the other thing about um about c9 is that i feel like they haven't just played one style and relied on that style to consistently get wins and just win the split and keep winning. They've played a lot of different shit. They've played a lot of different champions, and they've made a lot of it work, either through raw skill or through just knowing the, that strategy better than uh, other teams do, or knowing the counters and how to take the counters. Like There were some games where some teams were pretty competitive with them, but in the end, that's, C9 was almost always the better. Almost. <laughs> They had a lot of confidence going after, well, yeah, going 17 and 1. They have a lot more confidence than other teams. They trust their teammates a lot better uh, than most teams trust their teammates, right? They're confident that, all right, when I say that this call is going to happen, it's going to happen. I don't know necessarily who's shot calling. Sven's normally the one who's uh, the most experienced player on that. But all of them seem to trust each other. All of them seem to be like, all right, this is the play that we're good doing how do we optimize it how do we make it better and then just execute it's yeah they can just pull the trigger whenever they want to matt any any last words about your boys before we talk about the results from this weekend nope Mm -hmm. all right all right so um i said my piece no Haymont continues to just win the picks despite the odds. Uh huh. 
I told I you, to, Meteosis to, Boxers. I forgot to highlight the, uh, the fly, fly game for some reason. Uh, apparently we all got that right, unless... I don't know. Oh my god, I'm weird. specifically amazed. Alright, so yeah. I, I, uh, I actually keep my 500 record. Mm -hmm. Just give me one minute to update the numbers, and I will go over results from the split. Okay. So, for the, for the entire split, I went a, uh, an even 45 out of, and 45, uh, getting 50%. Matt went uh, 47 out of 43. Uh, this is all assuming all of my numbers are correct, which uh, I'm not sure, but uh, I also don't are. trust you, but <laughs> I also am not going to fact check you. <laughs> and uh, Haymont got a 48 out of 42, making him the big winner in predictions by a whopping 3% this split. <laughs> was I in last? <laughs> no, you were uh, second. No. I was last and had an even okay. 50. I will continue to be the coin flip predictions. <laughs> oh, man. I can't believe it. This is what it's come to. Uh, well, where are we going with this now? Because even though I won, I don't really feel like gloating as yet. Like gl I'll... You don't feel like gloating? No, I want to save it for one particular on. time. I'm waiting just for the perfect moment. This is the perfect right. moment. You just won. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. But I think I can win harder in another place. You would win Let's the prediction go. pineapple if we had one, but I'm too lazy to find <laughs> one to give to you because I'm also not going to go go to your house to give it to you, especially because I'm in quarantine. <laughs> yep. Ah <laughs> oh. oh, man. Well, in that case, I'm happy that I came first just by randomly picking occasionally. Randomly. And just going with my guy. Honest, that's what a strat was, and we both know it, which is what makes it hurt all the more. <laughs> so. Statsbot, the the machine that does all of the math to figure out who has the better elo and basically picks matches based on that, has a negative win rate this split. Which tells me it was impossible nice. to predict this split objectively. <laughs> Indeed. Which means Haymont's strategy of randomness is probably better than... <laughs> Then deciding that TL should probably start it's winning as, some games. It's at least as good. <laughs> oh Yay! Chaos! Chaos theory. <laughs> so, Medios is um, boxers. So, 100 Thieves actually has been on quite the upturn recently. I think 100 Thieves and Golden Guardians both have really been uh, trending upwards. And it, it kind of showed up this weekend in that they... Um, I, I th no, 100 Thieves didn't beat uh, EG for second place, but they beat FlyQuest. No. And uh, mm -hmm. so did Golden Guardians, by the way. Golden Guardians beat them, too. So, mm -hmm. I I'm wondering, what, what do we think of these two teams? Or at least this weekend. Do they do they look strong to us, or, or do they just kind of look like they have a little bit more consistency than TSM and, and their ceiling's much closer? Which I feel is the more real answer. Um... I want to take 100 Thieves because, well, that's that's been one of the teams that I've been rooting for since the beginning of the split. Um, it seems like in their first game, because this was um, a good four games that they played, right? In their first game, they were basically like, all right, hey there, 
Meteos is not having a good time right now. Can we go to Someday? Yes. And Someday delivered. Um, the second game, it was Someday more cohesive. They seem to be working more like... <laughs> yes. Someday delivered on Tank Orn. Which is rather <laughs> impressive. Now that's which a is... fact. Yes. <laughs> the second game, they looked much more cohesive. Uh, Medios looked much better on Sejuani than uh, his first game that he played the split um, as that particular champion. So it was really great. It looked like um, Cody's son, even though he was a bit dazed in the first game, started to get it back together. So they're a bit on the up and up. Um, still not particularly strong because Ryoma is still not that very suitable carry that you want in the mid lane as yet. Uh, he needs a lot more work before he can actually reach that spot, but unfortunately it's cinch time, right? So, uh, we'll find out. Um, I don't have particularly high expectations for 100 Thieves when it comes to the full 5v5s, because this will be Ryoma's, um, not his first series, but his first series within North America. Um, uh, what did I say? Not 5v5. Um, best of 5 series. That's what I meant to say at the time. Um, but Ryoma's, I don't think they're going to do particularly strong. Ryoma's been improving a lot, to me at least. Uh, he came in looking like basically hot garbage, and he's grown up, grown to be a little bit more consistent than that. And contrasting him with Ika, who still looks like a silver shitter compared to everyone else in this league, it's, it's just night and day. And I think Papa might have a good opportunity here with Ryoma, but I'm not too sure where Ryoma's ceiling is at the moment. I don't know if it, it like I still think he would have been better off with Poe Belter. I think I think half the league would have been better off with Poe Belter, to be honest. Um yes. Um and like a little bit of yes, a little bit of no. Not to the Poe Belter comment, but to the Ryoma comment. Um because what they've been doing is that instead of um having him on early game champions like LeBlanc and stuff like that, um they've been putting him on the later like snipers like Zoe, he's had to practice for quite a long time. Uh, his most recent picks have been Victor in the mid lane, which has, while having potential, is very much a late game carry, mid to late game carry. Um, and putting Oriana, who always has that those perfect team fight ulties, by putting him on champions, where he can in the late game actually do something and make those plays. Right, they're patching up his laning. They're patching up his. That's what they're trying to do right now. Um. I still don't think that if you if he gets particularly pressured in the mid lane that he's going to hold up. If you do sp just target him, send the jungler there in the mid lane, in addition to ha just having an altogether better mid laner, right? Yeah. Um, I just... I, I, my, my flaws with Ryoma seem to be how much more he can grow less than how good I think he is now. Like, I don't think that they're going to beat C9 with this roster. <laughs> like, there's no way Ryoma beats Niski, and I don't think Ryoma's going to beat Jezuka either. Like, Jezuka looks like he's been performing very well, especially this weekend. So, yeah. I, I'm just... Like, it, it, that's the question, is where's where's his ceiling? Is he going to be able to get over a lot of these established players? And I I would guess no. But he's gonna <laughs> go. He's gonna at least need a couple more months. Right? This is not a process. Like his champion pool where he's able to play like uh champions at Bjergsen or Niski 
or even Golden Glue can play like proficiently um, within the games, right? He's not up to those like NA mid laners levels. Um, he, he really needs to start working on his champions, expanding his champion pool, and most importantly, being able to bring it into those professional games. <laughs> I mean, that is, yeah, that is the most that is the thing for a pro mid laner to yeah, do. Yeah. The... Mm-hmm. Well, like I'm saying, right now it looks like he only has three champions that he can play um, within team fighting. Hey man, that's within what the they lake. tell you to get when you're trying to clump. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but um, when you're here with established mid laners, three champions is probably not going to be enough. <laughs> Especially if they're also very proficient at those champions as well. If in a full um, series, it's going to be really hard for him to like surprise anyone um, or to pull out a random pick. Because uh, people don't have high expectations, people aren't afraid. So, looking at TL specifically this weekend, they needed to win one game in their last three to get a uh, a playoff spot, or to, but, to, to tie for a playoff spot. But... And they, and they did it. They also <laughs> lost the game to CLG. <laughs> which pushed them right out of playoff contention. Mm-hmm. So it turned out losing to CLG is probably the worst thing you can do to for your playoff positioning. Mm-hmm. That's confusing. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Because you know the yeah. other team that lost to CLG? Ah, oh, man. Who was the other team that lost to CLG? It's the other team that was out of their tiebreaker for the spot they were trying to get. TSM. <laughs> Sorry, did you mean FreeSM? <laughs> no, 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 yes. I said, I said uh, TSM. <laughs> the team that gets a pentacle and still loses. Mm-hmm. Very confusing game. That was There's confusing. been a lot of those that was, see, that was TSM just playing the game like garbage. Oh my god, how do you throw that game? They did it very impressively. <laughs> to Is there them. any other uh, games that were of interest? I think the the INTEG game, like I said uh, last week, was probably the set. Well, now it's the second most interesting, but it was it was going to be the most interesting at the time. But like that that game was pretty good. The IMT Dignitas game <laughs> was a game. You mean the one? I mean, yes. Dig- by definition, it was indeed a game. <laughs> so, so the, you mean the game where Dignitas tried their hardest to make sure that TL definitely had a shot at making playoffs? Um, or that IMT tried their hardest to make sure that TL had a chance of making playoffs? You're, We're not. You're, you're right. We I'm can't wrong. Say. You're right. You better take. We can't say. <laughs> right. That was indeed a game that we watched but probably one of the more interesting ones on like an honestly um good note was um the tiebreaker between gg and dignitas that one was a bit more interesting more so because um there were apparent flaws that showed up within dignitas's gameplay that gg um had apparent uh, advantages over they were much better on objective timing even though dignitas was still getting kills um, it was a good game to watch and see the how collectively better they were actually at getting those objectives and making sure to lock them down. 
like I was saying before, Golden Guardians have been really impressing me this weekend, especially including the tiebreakers. Because I think they played both of them, right? So yeah. They played both. Did they? I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, they basically went 4-0. Yes. Which is rather impressive, considering uh, the expect, like, from last week, there was no way that anyone would have guessed that GG uh, would just go 4-0. GG only played the second tiebreaker against Dave. Ooh, I'm a liar. Oh. Ah, uh, yes, I f also forgot. Um, who he's Zig's pick. What do you make of that one? <laughs> that was probably a good idea. Did, did you... Hang on, I gotta figure... I gotta fi pull up the fucking, uh... Match history on that one. That was very interesting. Worked that, very well in their favor. Day two? Mm, I am trying to remember. Who are they playing? GG versus Fly. I think they pulled it out versus FlyQuest. But apparently, when you're backed against the wall and you really have nothing to lose, wing it. <laughs> and it worked. Wing it, he said. That's honestly what I feel happened. It wasn't for the them this Fly weekend. Quest game, it was the other one. It was the CLG game. Oh, yeah, that's the one that I was looking forward to for other reasons that were not supposed to be that. Um. Yeah, he picked it uh, against Tom Kench, who is straight useless if you play any sort of push and mage. Because you can just walk up to the turret and kill it. Because Tom Kench doesn't have any engage anymore. Mm -hmm. So if you take Ziggs with a satchel charge, you just kill all the turrets. And that's what happened. All the turrets were dead. And they got two slams off of Rift Herald, then satchel charged right after and got a bunch of free turrets for that shit. They got a free inhib turret because of that. Like, what the fuck? That's a good combo. That's interesting. But I think it only worked... Because of how, like, weak a team comp CLGs actually is. Mm -hmm. Like, like Corky isn't going to do shit here. Corky's useless here. I don't know why they picked this. Oh, wait! Uh, what what did One of the FlyQuest games, there was a massive pick-ban issue I found. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, was I talking about it with you? I was talking about it with somebody, but they, they banned Trundle. Second rotation mm -hmm. on blue side. Before the other team banned Sejuani, or uh, picked Sejuani? No. Uh huh? Before the other team... Yeah. Before the other team had used both their bans. So, normally what you would want to do is leave up Trundle for a blue side until they, like... Until they ban it, and then you can ban Sejuani. Mm -hmm. But instead, they first banned it. So, red side got Yikes. a ban in, then blue side bans Trundle, then they don't second ban Sejuani. And blue mm. red side takes Sejuani. And now you don't have a counter to Sejuani. No, no, now you don't have an effective counter to Sejuani. Which is very weird because Santorin's been well, every jungler should have a trundle, but his has been particularly good. <laughs> I know it's not that much, but No, wait, what? <laughs> what? Are I've been liking how he's placed trundle. Santorin's trundle? Santorin's Trundle, which is not something that's very amazing to point out, but it's something that I do point out. Hey, that's some really good games on it. Who was the I one can... that stopped the, uh, 
He stopped somebody's dash with the Trundle Pillar. Mm. Uh, it, was re it was pure reaction. I think it was an Orn dash to hit his ultimate, and he stopped it with Trundle Pillar. It was real good. Mm. Oh my god. There was. I'm getting confused because it was between the 100 Thieves games and the FlyQuest games. I did think I see... It's either Medios or Saint Torrent. But I forget which one. Okay. Those two kind of blended together in my head, unfortunately. All right. Let's move on to talking about uh, some of the teams that are going to leave us behind. First up, we have Team Liquid. The Four back, time. the back, LCS the back, champion. The back champion, not getting playoffs. First Ninth team place. in history. Ninth place. Uh huh. Unfucking lucky, by the way. Oh my god! How did? Even if you're playing with a random ass jungler, how does this team not make playoffs? Rip everyone! Rip everyone's predictions! Oh god! Oh my god! True. You know, I would say this destroyed my uh, our uh, power rankings, but it didn't mm -hmm. destroy our power rankings as much as yours got destroyed by CLG and C9. Who, yep. Who's that yours directed at? Uh, it's me. Amons, who the fuck do you think? Hey, I had 100 team. <laughs> Up there, wait a minute. We get to, we'll talk about the power rankings after we talk about these teams. Let's talk about uh, TL and why the fuck they exploded. Oh my god. Alright, so, at the beginning of the split, Broxa has visa issues. And, okay, Broxa has visa issues. They don't play with him mm -hmm. for four weeks, they have Shurn firing, they are. They look uh, kind of middling. They had some apparent issues, uh, mm -hmm. and then people were like, "Okay, Brox is going to get here, and then everyone's going to get reinvigorated. They're going to really kind of turn it on at that point, and then they'll they'll get stronger for the rest of the split." And then, um, well, the world keeps on spinning, and it spun over to Double Lift, and uh, Double Lift started having some strong Yikes. words about how the uh, spring split didn't matter. And, um, that kind of hit him real hard in the face, and then he got sick, and then he got benched, and then they mm -hmm. unbenched him for one game, and then, and then the whole thing was on fire for the, the rest of the way down, and I just, there was no saving it after that. Uh, yep, that about sums it up. Yeah, yeah, that's about it. A hot tip for uh, any coach who's listening, don't, don't put your benched player in after one game. You would have thought TL would have learned after Dardock. They didn't. Also, please be there. I understand uh, what they were doing was um, they had the coach and Jensen and Broxa together in Europe camping before the split started. Uh, before the visa issues, uh, make sure to be on top of those visa issues if you're going to do that boot camp. And also, that's not uh, always on them though. That, that, like that sometimes they. Yeah. There's there's really nothing they could have done about that. Like you can tell them to be on top of it, but it's like okay, well, what do they do, right? Like, they submit the yeah. application back while he was playing at Worlds. Yeah, like they were about as had far ahead as they could have, but like it's just the way that the game, it's just how it goes sometimes. I think okay. I think they would have been better off had that visa failed and they had to drop Roxa. Perhaps and just works with Shurnfire. Well, Shurnfire or somebody. I'm not okay. sure what they would have done, but they probably would have tried to grab Acadian, and they might have ended up getting Acadian and screwing over. Who's he playing for? Dig, dig. Yes. Yeah. 
And um, continuing, um, don't have double lift play with Poe Belter as a jungler. I remember watching a Travis Gafford interview where double lift was basically like, this is fine. And Poe Belter was like, I'm having a great time. Not the dynamic you want coming into the split. What? I have no idea what you just are even talking about. You just about. said, this <laughs> is fine and I'm having a great time. I don't understand. <laughs> So oh, there was compatible. a there was a Travis Gafford interview where at the beginning of the split, before the split started, okay. right, where there was a skepticism that Pobelter would have to come in as a jungler. Yes, where because they couldn't you, get Shurnfire's visa either. Where Eugene was very happy and Double Lift looked like he wanted to, where he was smiling at the camera, just saying, "This is fine." That was the whole it's split. Just, Wait, hang on. That never stopped. That didn't stop that when Paul Belter stopped playing. You're absolutely right. <laughs> that didn't stop. Um, but yeah, it, it, it did very much look like he had a gun to his head while smiling. That was it. It was not, it was not a good dynamic coming into the split. I, I, <laughs> I, mean, I don't think anybody was like, yeah, this is fine. You should be happy about it. Like, nobody was saying that. It's just that. Oh, absolutely not. It's just, what are you going to do, man? That's how this shit works. You got plenty of time to work mm -hmm. with him. Just try to play your best right now. And then um, when Brock just showed up, he still didn't play his best. I, I, I feel like, that's, that, that, like that, that was the turning point. If Tia mm -hmm. had just said, Double is unmotivated. There are four weeks left in the split. Double is sit the fuck down. We're going to play tactical for the rest of the split. And you figure your shit out. We'll talk, but we'll talk if we make playoffs. Mm -hmm. that's, that, that's the move I think they have to make. And I've, I've said that before. And I think... Given the result, of course, I could say, haha, see, it's, this wasn't the right move. But I, at the same time, I feel like everyone who saw them put double it back in is just like, this isn't how you bench a player. What the fuck are you doing? Uh -huh. Yeah. During the last weekend, I will give them that during this last weekend, they did look really good. Impact seemed to have his playoff buff. Well, well, okay, uh, hang on. <laughs> they look good against Cloud9. The other game... <laughs> Was a big yikes. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> oh, but almost, man, oh, uh, disappoints me. So, 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 what do you guys think the the fix is? What do you think we're doing during this like five or six weeks of off of off season? Actually, when does spring start back up? Is it like May fifteenth or mm. summer? Sorry, summer. I think it's I May fifteenth ish, somewhere around there. That's like five weeks. What do, you, what, what do you guys think? What's what's the play? You finished on Sunday. You didn't make playoffs. What 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 what's your game plan as the head coach? Or Steve? Blow what, it up. Blow it up. Blow it up. Blow it up. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I, wish that, I wish I had the courage to recommend that, but I mean, hey, I think Dignitas Academy could have finished better than ninth. <sighs> <laughs> Ooh, that's heavy. Is it? That's uh. What's heavier, CLG or TL? <sighs> oh, this man's going in, boys. <laughs> Somebody all stop I, him. All I do is go in, especially when the four-time champion is ninth place. The first time a returning champion has missed playoffs. Oh, yeah. How dare they besmirch that name? 
<laughs> what name? Uh, of uh, LCS champion. LCS champion. What are you looking up? <laughs> Me? <laughs> Nothing. Okay. I accidentally closed the notes. Uh, I was control Ting to open them back up. Alright. Or control shift Ting. Right. So here, here's here's my game plan for uh, TL. Step one is you, you take a break. You uh you don't play for two weeks. Mostly because I don't think it's gonna matter for a while. The, I don't I don't know what's gonna happen with mid season changes, so uh we'll see. Uh let's see if they actually do them this year because uh other problems. Mm-hmm. Ooh, excuse me. Uh and then I think you start like a slow boot camp, maybe. I, I shouldn't say boot camp, like you start a slow restart of practice between your your academy and your uh your per, your LC your your main roster. And, and j- just to kind of get back in the groove of things and uh, kind of feel it out, you do some other pro. I would god damn, I can't even do some random ass team building shit. <laughs> you can't like go, go to the arcade. You can't go out to dinner a couple like once a week. Or, like, <laughs> man, I'm handcuffed. I can't fix this team. Never mind. You take it's, a two week break minimum. That's it. <laughs> it's very hard to point out uh, what the problem is with this team. I I don't well yes. I don't think it's Besides, hard to point out what the problem is. I think it's hard to point out where the, the good part is. So, um... Mentality. I... I don't think Brox has had that much of an opportunity to try to prove himself this split. I do think you might still keep him. Um, I don't know if you... Do you actually commit to trying it? I, I have no clue. Because <laughs> <laughs> Impact, like I said, did look good in his last game. Uh, Broxa, yeah, even though he just has the just the last game. But Broxa um, hasn't had that early game impact that I wanted him to have. Um, he has been certainly been picking early game champions. He was probably the one who inspired the Elise pick uh, when he first came back. Even though what? Um, everyone's picking Elise, the particular game in which they gave over the two best tanks versus EG and picked Elise instead <laughs> against <laughs> that's right. the game that I'm All referencing. Right. That thing, oh my god, that's what I'm referencing, right? Um, but I assume he thought there was some way that he could just play through the early game and just win, and it didn't happen, right? He, his early game didn't have any impact. He wasn't ganking. He wasn't. Um, it didn't come up until like mid game when they finally got that pick on Jazuke. Um, Jensen, I haven't had anything particularly bad or particularly good. There's been moments where it's been. Uh, there have been tense moments setting up for team fights, uh, jockeying for vision, uh, where he has gotten picked off. Not just in a flash, in moments that you couldn't really expect. Um, but otherwise, he's still been a very good mid laner. He hasn't been trying to like pull them through. I don't. I don't know what the weak point is for this team. Therefore, I can't really say, "Oh, if this is the weak point, this is what we do to get around it, and this is what we do to fix it." I do think that taking a break is probably the best idea, and trying to reconvene, hopefully, um, with a much better. Um, either 
perspective on the game, some way of actually keeping them together, but um, I, I'm i not sure. Hopefully Broxa doesn't just burn out from the split, because the reason that he left want to go to NA in the first place and left Fnatic was because the team was segmented, um, where it felt like there were these clubs in between. Hopefully, like I said, this experience doesn't burn him out from this split, and I think just give it give it a run back. You want to wait? Okay, you want to give the team a run back? I thought you. S I was confused for a second. Never mind. Um, I, don't, I think I. I still would be super pissed off at double lift. Absolutely, it's, it's, you're I, always mad at double. <laughs> I think the the main problem with this team is either on double lift or the coaching staff, because mm -hmm. right now they seem to be adversaries and not not cooperative units. So I don't really know how they're gonna fix that. So, mm -hmm. and like, even like, if the quickest way to fix it is to swap one of them out, and mm -hmm. I don't. Number one, nobody can come to the country. No one can come to any country really at the moment. Correct. So, <laughs> any coaching is going to be remote. I guess it'd be remote anyways. So it might actually not be a big deal. Um, but any coaching is going to be pretty remote. And if you get a foreign coach, you're going to have other translation issues. I'm pretty sure Kane has probably worked on his English quite a bit. But I don't. I just. I I don't think I've ever been this disappointed in a team's performance that wasn't TSM. I don't think I've ever been this confused by a team's performance. Oh, That's... I have. I've seen C9 go from tenth to semifinals at Worlds. <laughs> that confused the oh, fuck well. out of me. <laughs> You're welcome, boys. <laughs> Uh, I'm. You're absolutely and utterly in there, anyway. <laughs> Matt, what, 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 what's your diagnosis? What, what, what do you think the change needs to be made, if any? Whether it's in some kind of stylistic change or if it's in some kind of uh, personnel change. Dude, I have no idea because I have no idea what even went wrong. Um, maybe it really was motivation and come summer split. Bubble lift will be like sick now it matters and it'll go like crazy as hell again. Um or can he maybe beat Sven? Is he gonna beat Oh, Gabe? I thought we were talking about TL. We are. Yeah, we're still talking about TL, but he's wait then asking. why what did, why'd you ask me about Sven? He's, he's asking if double lift can Yeah. Can he it, actually like help? Yeah, yes. like is he actually gonna be better than Cody's son, Sven, Kabe? Uh who who else? He's probably gonna be better than some of those. Or could be. Uh, I think it, I mean, I was just being really speculative and that was all if he actually turns it back on, right? Like, I have no idea if he's going to. Um, yeah. I have no idea, right? Because I, I personally, from watching their games, struggled to figure out what was actually wrong. You know? I, I feel like I, I saw it was mostly around their bot lane and their and their top lane for the most part. Broxa, like, I, I, I feel like I'm blind to the to any jungle issues because of how, uh, ter uh I don't want to say traumatic, how, how much, like, upheaval there has been in that role for that team specifically, whereas mm -hmm. every other role should have been fine. They're the same from last year. They should know what they're doing. Like, either Smithy was such a unifying voice on this team and he kept everyone in the game, or mm -hmm. Double Lift has just sucked all of the life out of this team and Impact underperformed, and that caused... A gigantic, like chasm for this team to fall into. 
I, yeah. I mean, it, it was really difficult watching it. Like, I literally could not be like, uh-oh, like, what, what's happening? It's what are like, you guys doing? It's like, Keith and who the fuck are these people? And why are they on this team? What? Apparently, <laughs> uh, Hoohee's making it back. All right, I no, never mind. I, I will never understand that trade, but whatever. You don't have to. It's not for you to understand, you mere mortal. <laughs> yeah, mere mortal who can't. We on some psycho realm business, boys. That is how they do it. Right. They've... Let's let's move on to talk about CLG for a little bit. CLG coming in tenth place, quite contrary to uh, our, a lot of uh, people's expectations of this team. Coming in with Crown as their mid laner, seeming as a massive upgrade over Power of Evil, and then Crown just left. Well, yep. <laughs> So what do we think about that? For, for context, Crown is now playing on, I think, a uh, challenger team in Korea, or maybe oh. a, may, maybe a, the the step below challenger in Korea. I am not Ooh. sure. Maybe he joined up with um, Lyra. Um, I don't think <laughs> so. Okay. So that's Vietnam. Well, that's, that's that's different. That's different. Or no. That's different. Okay. I, no, no. I, don't, I have no idea. I don't remember. I can't keep this okay. players straight. There's too many. No, Lyra was Dignitas' former jungler yes, who wanted well, to create a challenger team TDKs. in Korea. I don't... No, no. TDK. Dignitas is... No, CG's... Lyra was, was on CG. On... Jungler, last split, oh, and Le left Levi to go. Was... Levi was on uh, one of these, that's right. I keep yes. getting those two confused. That's <laughs> on you. I mean, yep. their names... Levi and now I don't even remember the other name. I can't. Lyra. Lyra. <laughs> See Levi and Lyra. Like what? Fucking how, dude? You <laughs> memory so of a of, of a of a goldfish. <laughs> right. Okay. So CLG after they got uh Belter seemed to kind of pick up quite a bit to be honest. They looked like a much more competitive team once they dropped mm. Crown because with Crown they looked like they had no idea how to play this game. They were just look, look, take TL and their problems and then add 20 more and it just looked like a more disorganized version of TL at that like that's what I'm seeing. But then Pobelter brought brought them together a little bit. And to be honest, I think they were playing better than TL. They might not have as strong individual pieces, but they played as a better team than TL, and it showed because they beat them. So, okay, Poe Belter beat them. Poe Belter did. He did kill three of them behind a dragon pit. Poe Belter decided the game's over and I'm ending it. Everyone go the fuck home. Yep. So, so, so what's, what's our take on, uh, on CLG and their outlook towards summer? Um, I'm thinking that if they can keep this momentum going, it would be good for them. Um, I'm not confident they can. I think the team needs more than just Poe Belter. I think they should probably do a little bit of rebuilding or reconsidering some of the other positions. But I think Poe Belter really showed what uh, he was capable of and showed what the team could do with like solid leadership, solid mid lane. Um, and I think that that's probably, I think this is a really good first step for mm -hmm. this team to begin the rebuilding process. Uh, and I think that it has, you know, they've got some potential. 
Does that make sense? Um, I do like how they were performing in the last few games. Um, Belter definitely brought them back together, brought them back on track. Uh, Ruin didn't look as lost as he was in the beginning of the split, right? Wiggly wasn't making as many mistakes as he did in his first few games. Um, you lagging out? What? Okay, 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 okay. This quarantine right. internet is crazy out here. I know. This just happened dogs. before Sometimes the quarantine. Your words can't make it through. But um, I'm hoping that uh, I don't have extremely high expectations of them right now. If they do get back to at least a middling performance next split, I'll be happier. Um, I just don't think that this team, as is, has a particularly high ceiling. Uh, compared to what C9 has shown us that it, like a uh, new competitive roster can do I'm Sure, but we don't have to compare them to Cloud9. That's true, but even if we compare... Yeah, honestly, that's you, like... that's a. You're right, that's a bit why, of an Why would you do that comparison. to them? It's like, hey, you're not Cloud9, go home, what? <laughs> so every team other than Cloud9 right now... Every team is seven points behind these motherfuckers, like... Yeah. But okay. no, they should all go home, man. <laughs> <laughs> they should all go home. Um, uh, we're just okay. sending Cloud9 to Worlds and only Cloud9 because no one else is worth sending. That's it. Well, if we give them a fair comparison to, that's just MSI, a, <laughs> to a team that's been up there, for example, who's like on the up and up right now. like uh, I mean, people uh, were talking about IMT, uh, pr yeah, probably 100 Thieves and uh, Guardians. Thieves, Those are the teams yeah. I would be looking at to compare them to. I would say 100 Thieves would probably be the one that would be most comparable to them. Um, even though they do have a better mid um, and who, who has the better mid laner? Uh, Don't you say the words. I said CLG has the better mid laner. Okay, okay, okay. But um, he is basically the one person in the carry role keeping them together. Someday has been the one for 100 Thieves, which has in every game been performing. Um, I would still say that 100 Thieves next split would still probably be better than CLG. Um, which yeah, is a hard thing I, I would say to that say. too. I don't, I think, like, Smoothie was looking good on TSM last year. I don't really know why... Smoothies look so subpar this year. And then you have uh, like Stixay that they keep swapping out. Who's that? Who's their other AD character that they keep swapping him out with? Wind? Wind? Yeah, I, I want to say. Uh, mm -hmm. So I'm just. I'm kind of confused as to mm -hmm. what CLG. Uh, like wh where they think their where they think their strengths are. And, like, how they expect to grow. A lot of people have been uh, kind of coming down on Ruin. Uh, I He hasn't looked as good as he did last year for me. And a lot of people didn't like how he looked last year. And I, I kind of disagree. I thought Ruin looked like he was going to be a pretty competitive uh, laner coming into this split. That's kind of why I had CLG rated as highly as I did. I, I think part... I think two things kind of killed this team. Number one was Crown kind of destroying the atmosphere and leaving. It, mm -hmm. it, it appears that Crown had some sort of personal issues this split, and that's what led to his his uh, awful. <clears throat> that was led to his awful performance and like the team's general awful atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Um, so looking at that, taking that out, 
if they had run Pro Belter the whole time, who knows what they could have got if they had prepared ahead of time, but... And the second thing seems to be some problem with their shot calling and their bot lane. Uh, because that's what they keep switching out, and I just don't feel like it changed anything and made it, or like I feel like it was such a lateral move that I don't like they have to know something I don't as to why wind would go in wind's Korean as far as yeah. like I don't <laughs> I don't really see why we're putting in wind here like I I guess he has better communication with ruin I I'm pretty sure Pobelter speaks Korean I think I think that was Pobelter's Pobelter does speak Korean yes um when he was back on immortals uh when he was working with um Huni and Rainover the most important thing was that he could also speak Korean and communicate with them yeah so mm. I just I didn't know that I just don't understand why why we're putting this guy in like I, I, I never heard of him until this split, and apparently he didn't start playing until like 2018. So, just I don't know. Yeah. It just seems like a, such a a question mark. Is it is it the coaching staff? Do we need to change the coaching staff? Because I, they're dead last. Uh, that's true. Um, Song hasn't really. His last split was on Echo Fox, and it didn't have such a great turnout either. Um. Not he hasn't had any particularly good splits since I, I the Immortals days yeah. before they got taken out of the league. And uh, well, he was on TSM well. last year. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure. Oh no, that was Zix last year. The year before it was uh, Song. Yes. So uh, the, 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 they it have, could be a they have Weldon, and a lot of people like to shit on Weldon for his psychology approach to a lot of things, and like his sort of a mental focus on the game instead of focusing on actual gameplay. But I just... I don't know what Weldon is bringing to this organization. I, like, he's he's locked in for a while, I'm pretty sure, because he's head of player development. Mm -hmm. So that means he's working on developing new, new players and future prospects. So... I, I just don't know... Don't know how you fix this last place team who 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 completely destroyed themselves with their with their provision or uh with their they both they, they they destroyed themselves with roster moves that everyone agreed were were gonna be a bonus. That they were gonna be a giant plus onto this team, and this team that had been competitive for playoffs was probably gonna be shooting for world spot this year. Okay, I do want to say, like I said, I have better expectations of the next split. Um, but I think that Irene was a major driving force for them last split. He was the one who did the play-by-play. -play. Play -play. He was the one who did the analysis for the team with Weldon keeping their mental together, right? Um, which is why they had such a good split. Um, but with Irene gone, with Song taking over, it seems that um, either some of Song's analysis or how he goes about the game might not be as on point as we think it is at this junction. I don't want to specifically say that Song is currently the problem, but it's not so looking that great. All right, so let's... Also, Ruin, like you said before, it does seem 
be underperforming a lot more than, like, compared to his last split, right? Mm -hmm. At the beginning, like, it could have been communica uh, communication issues um, and, like, team atmosphere. But uh, later on, he did have lackluster performances as well that you couldn't really contribute to team atmospheres as soon as Poe Belter came along. Okay, let's move on to uh, talking about Dig and IMT real quick. Uh, mm -hmm. I personally don't have much to say about these teams because I feel like they're kind of borderline uh, playoff. They literally had a tiebreaker for sixth place spot, so they are definitively a borderline playoff team. Um, yeah. And... and Looking at these two rosters, I think Dignitas is the most is the one where player change could be the be like a viable option because they have a lot of um, LCS players on their their academy squad. Like mm -hmm. Dignitas Academy is basically the eleventh LCS team. Yes. So that means that they have room to move those players around for free without having to do anything. Basically. Um... Now, the other thing that this team could do is they could trade some of these players around. I'm pretty sure a lot of teams are going to be talking about DeMonte. If, I, if, if Immortals are not trying to get DeMonte to play for them, they're high. Yeah. That's fair. Or, uh, <laughs> who, who was it? Yasui, maybe? Because I... Why? What are we doing with Aika? Oh, my God. What are we doing with Aika? Mm. What do you think about Johnson Yo. coming? Johnson comment? I just... He feels mediocre to me. He feels like... I don't know, maybe he's a little better than FBI. But not by that much. And he's not, like... And I, he feels shaky to me compared to a lot of the other AD carries. Like, he doesn't have super consistent, strong performances. Like, I've, like we've seen out of Sven or in past Double Lift. Okay. Or Sneaky. Oh, yeah, dude, that's the other question. So, we, we, who's grabbing Sneaky? We could talk about that actually later. Right. That could be part of the um, after the losers we could do. Like, who's yeah, yeah. going where? So we could talk. We, could, I, we can just talk about Sneaky specifically after these two. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, what were you I, going to ask me, Anthony? Because you had a specific question for me, but we got It wasn't specific. It was just what's your take oh. on uh, D and INT and how, how close they came to getting into playoffs? I think they should be hopeful, right? Like, it was close. And I think with. Um, a few minor tweaks uh or a little more i mean honestly like i think when you're that close you have a legitimate reason to consider not making changes right because making changes requires you know further upgrades or further uh practice together new teams trying new things out especially with what might be a limited break in between or limited practice time thereafter um so I think it's a legitimate consideration when you're that close to say, maybe we just stick with this team, really focus on our synergy, look at where we went wrong and really work these things out um, or really try to work these things out. Because um, I always think it's a little bit of a, a really big risk when you end up trying to get a new player uh, or replacing a player because you have to rebuild some synergies, rebuild some communications, teach things again, uh, which is not necessary if you've, uh, if you're just like where you already are, right? Mm -hmm. I don't think that's good advice for every team. I think it's really only good advice for teams who are just kind of on the cusp. So, I feel like this is the time where I need to point out that uh, Dignitas spent like 
$2.5 million over two years for Hooney. And they didn't even make playoffs. Whoa. Like, like, this has to be the second team that I'm just like, how the fuck do you not make playoffs? Like, what, what, like, what, what are you doing? What, what, how can you spend this much money and still not make playoffs? Like, I don't get it. I'm going to keep uh-huh. agreeing with Monty. And that uh, contract should probably change so that uh, you get, like, your, your full contract payout is based on bonuses of getting into or, or winning playoffs or getting to Worlds. Like, that's how you structure their contracts. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably a good idea. It would definitely add a bit more incentive to it. Yeah, it would make uh, Spring Split matter. So, at the same time, I'm just like, these, these these kids don't fucking give a shit about how much money they're making like that. They just want to see a big number on the paper. Like, once they sign the contract, I feel like any sort of uh, motivation that that contract may or may not have given them that isn't, if you don't do your job right, you're fired. Uh, <laughs> I feel like it's gone, and they don't really care about the result. I don't know. It doesn't... That doesn't happen in other sports, though. Not <laughs> usually. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, dude, like, let's be honest, right? Like, there are a lot of pros in, like, the NBA. I mean, a lot of the pros are, and all sports are not playing right now, right? But, like, if we ignore the fact that there are other reasons that people aren't playing, um, then, you know, <laughs> coronavirus, then I think you see that a lot of big names who are getting fat fucking contracts still generally try. There are notable exceptions, right? There are are players who fall off when they get the big bag there are players who allegedly like refuse to play or like lie about the extended injury or something but like other than that you basically see like when you've got like i mean he's injured all the time now but when you had a season or two ago steph curry making some of the most money in the nba you also saw steph curry leading scorer or second scorer every night when he wasn't injured you see Steph Curry leading the team you see Steph Curry giving a hundred percent every night you see LeBron James getting the bag Anthony Davis getting the bag and you see them trying their fucking ass off right like there are a lot of players in other sports who like even when they're making big ass money still go right so I don't think saying like oh we're gonna pay you less right we're gonna make contracts smaller is the way to solve that i think the motivation might be a different problem right yes. like i i just don't think that that's the vibe there it doesn't make sense to me to do that i i i well, like one of the things i don't feel like the the gameplay of these players is motivated by the money they get to play i don't feel i i feel like basically no player in the lcs will play better if i paid him more money no, but I also don't think they would play better if you paid them less money. <laughs> yeah, sure. If you let's take about so like if the issue is what what we should be doing about contracts, and then you're like the only solution is one that if you do it, it doesn't change anything, and if you do the other thing, it doesn't change anything, and you do the current thing, it doesn't change anything. Then I think that that's probably not the thing that's the problem, right? Like yeah. there just might be some other motivational error or well... issue. I, I think yeah, if, if you... I'm gonna be honest, I do think Riot changing the split structure really did hurt motivation. Um, I know you're. I know you're on the though. whole like, ooh, it it still matters. Like you still have to give a shit. But like, given Riot's changes, I do think it's understandable why that shift is 
happened. Whether or not it should have is another matter, but... But, but champion points have almost never mattered for the... Like, it doesn't matter for the majority of the teams. Most of the teams don't get no, to go to No, but at least make the argument that, like, all right, like, if we're in a tight spot, then, like, yeah, it's gonna matter, right? Like, mm -hmm. Yeah, it worked real good for FlyQuest last year. I don't even remember what happened to them. They, uh, got, like, uh, went third from or first fourth. to tenth. No, 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 that's not what happened. Last okay, year, right. they, um... They were... They got like fourth or third in regular or in uh, playoffs in spring, and it automatically seeded them into last place of uh, the bracket for gauntlet. So they got to play out the gauntlet. Huh. But I they just know. they just they just lost. I think it actually it yeah. happened to C9 too. C9 got second place, got I think last or second to last in the gauntlet, and had to play every gauntlet match. To get to worlds from ten from seventh place in uh summer. There there are there are two kinds of C9. The tenth place to semifinals at Worlds and the seventh place to Worlds. True. Both of them are entertaining, I'll give you that. Of course they are, because they're Chad's only. Hey. That's a little uh, contract talk. Do you wanna talk about C9 if you wanna keep talking about contracts? Oh, so, not C9, sorry, uh, Sneaky. Uh, I'm not even going to say, I was like, Contracts hasn't been on the team <laughs> in quite a long time. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. I don't understand, but... Do you dig a cat? I don't know. No. I great. don't know. I hope that's he's actually... He's not, on the, he's not on the Academy team for Dick. Um, Alright, Sneaky. Who do we think needs Sneaky? Who, who's who's going to be gunning to try to pick up Sneaky in this Anyone who doesn't have a top 4 to 580 carry. Alright, mm -hmm. so... I'm gonna say a hundred thieves probably not. Cloud Nine, fuck no. CLG, mm, they're definitely thinking about it. Uh, Dignitas, a hundred percent. I'm going for Sneaky. If I'm Dig, I'm going for Sneaky with everything I got. Uh, now, do they bench Zven for Sneaky? No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it back. Bring uh, it back in the end. Seemed to seem like a no. FlyQuest, yeah, probably a no. Wild Turtles, too right, ingrained. Know. Yeah. Uh, GG. Probably. I don't know if they have the money to do that. Um, I, I don't know about Immortals. Immortals seem like... I don't know. Maybe... Uh, they uh, People were talking like Immortals might go for Tactical. That's the other question. Is are people going to go for Tactical? Uh, they might. I mean, he played um, well he the little up. bit of time he did play, but... There's no way that TSM are going to go for Sneaky, but here's the question. Does TL try to pick up Sneaky? That would be so crazy. <laughs> Team Liquid Sneaky making the big bucks once again. So, here's my number one reason why I think TL won't pick up Sneaky. There ain't no fucking way they drop double lift and pick up Sneaky because Sneaky wouldn't agree to that. <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, if they drop DL though. Well, mm -hmm. it, yeah, I just, they're not dropping double I mean, like, What dumbass answer, is like... going to drop double lift, huh? Huh? Well, fucking I'm, moron drops double lift. Honestly, like it's it's one thing to drop double lift and biofrost after they had like one of the best bot lane seasons in fucking history. It's another thing when double lift seemed unmotivated, was not playing up the snuff. It's more conceivable that double lift when he finishes ninth, especially because of how vocal he was and what seems to be tension with him and other players. It's much more conceivable he gets dropped. Or like traded or something happens there. 
right? Like, I agree with you, and I think you know this, that after, you know, I did not, I would not have called the bio lift trade or drop. I never would have. Um, I would not be shocked if double lift was off TL, either because he wanted to be or because the team wanted him to be after this split. That's interesting. That's a very fair point. Well, I mean, it looks like all he had was issues with uh, the team. It looked like all he had was uh, conflict and disagreement, and it looked like there wasn't any good way um, or good. It wasn't a lot of good fits, and there was a lot of tension. I I don't know. Fuck it. I don't know. Get in my fucking face. Why? Who? <laughs> Why are you talking to me about double lift, little bitch? No. Well, because we're talking about sneaky, and a sneaky can replace double. I know, I know. But yeah, I I think the two teams that are most interested, or sorry, three teams that are most interested in sneaky are CLG, Dignitas, and Team Liquid. Do you, do you guys agree that's an accurate assessment? Say it again. Uh, CLG, Dignitas, and Team Liquid are the three teams that would probably be looking at grabbing. Uh, Sneaky. And they're all out of yes. playoffs. They can all grab him this week. True. All right, true. I want to say, I, I think Johnson has been looking pretty alright this entire split. That's He's had some very high impact games. He's had some pretty low impact games. But I don't think he's been I think that he, much of a problem for this team, especially considering that this was his first split. I think he needs more time. I think that's the number one thing. I think he can definitely do a lot of good work as an AD carry. Um, I do think they need to figure out uh, the shot calling issues that happened between that game. I do think they need to address uh, that Hooney hasn't really been in the last few weeks been performing, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Those are the major issues that need to be dried out, whether it's between like Aframu and Froggen with the shot calling, whether it's uh, Hooney underperforming is a definite problem that needs to be figured out. And the trade between switching between Acadian and Greg, like who's going to be that actual jungler? Like the TSM problem wound up on Dignitas now. <laughs> right? I, I just... I don't... The who, sub, who takes both of them? What dumbass took both of them? Ah, uh, yeah. Let's just so, take one. This isn't a fucking two-for-one sale. Mm-hmm. Well, like I said, <laughs> there, there were games that I was watching this week with Aframu where he was on Nautilus initiating on basically pulling a one-man initiation with no carry behind him, which did not look good. Right. That's one of the major issues that need to be addressed. That's what I'm a bit more disappointed in. So, shall we take a look at our power rankings from this split? Take a little look. Uh, sure. No. Uh, uh, I'm, uh, I'm sorry. I'm blind. Um, what's on my screen? I'm ignorant. Ignorant. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. I'm ignorant, dog. What do you know about me? <laughs> all right, Haymont. Time to fess up. How the fuck can you put TL and CLG first and second? Hey. Hey, hey, which two other people put TL first as well? All right. You mean two? That's everyone. Every single power ranking had TL first, but I'm asking you. 
You You're wish saying... the CLG a second? How the fuck? You believed okay. you believed in the fucking uh, second best genie meme before it was written. I hands down believed that crown was a major upgrade and song would be while tentatively like an improvement on this team. But you and that there would be synergy between ruin and crown. You put what them... I did not expect was for Crown to basically implode halfway through the split. <laughs> C9 and TSM. I drastically misput C9. Yeah. I have C9 as 7th within these rankings. That is not what happened. Drastic is a fair... <laughs> fair way to put that. That was very heavily misplaced on my point. That's that's me all day. I'll own so, Okay. So I I'm glad that my uh, predictions are a bit closer than they than I felt like they were gonna look at the beginning of the split. FlyQuest really fell down there, but damn, they've really really showed me that they could actually play the game a little bit. I honestly thought that team was gonna be straight garbage. Mm-hmm. Um Bringing up FlyQuest, what do you think of... Who do you think's better on them? Uh, Viper or Solo? Viper, without without even trying. Don't know why they made that trade. Massive question mark for me. Hmm. I don't, I don't know, know why the fuck Solo's playing. I know... Awful with Solo. I, don't, I don't get it. <laughs> the Solo game, uh, what I think is that he knows how to play out his lane better. That's the thing. Like, Santorin made those early ganks top lane to solo and was able to get uh, a lead, not in the 0-2 week. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is in the Fly Quests versus uh, TL game. He was able to get those uh, early ganks to really punish impact and force him back. But... I, just, I don't know. Solo doesn't the feel mid- like he's ready. Well, I shouldn't say you don't feel he's ready. I don't feel like Solo is a playoff caliber top laner. Maybe, maybe uh, CLG could pick up Solo, but eh. hey, well, I well, predicted well, EG. I forgot about that. <laughs> hey, I yeah, Matt predict- got EG right. Y'all were fucking cowards, and you didn't have any faith in the homies, which was warranted until about three weeks ago. I had them third, Matt. What? Well, okay. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay, All right. You're right. I got a hundred right. <laughs> All right, I also got a hundred on the spot. Okay, I still don't that's... think that's exactly where they belong, but yeah. <laughs> the record, the, their their placement doesn't totally lie. Uh, also misappropriated IMT. Misappropriated. Misplaced. Misplaced. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I had them out of playoffs at least. I had CLG much higher because I thought that Crown was going to be a pretty strong upgrade, but I felt like everyone above them upgraded harder. And then your crazy ass puts them second, and then TL shits the bed. Mm-hmm. Apparently they grabbed CLG with them on the way down. <laughs> yep. In other news, in good news for me, FlyQuest has been looking very good this entire Tires with with Power of Evil and Ignarin. I I will straight up blame uh, CLG and TL for destroying my power rankings. 
because they they basically just put Dig FlyQuest and GG up two more slots because of how fucking garbage they were. Mm. If that didn't happen, mm. Dig GG and FlyQuest are all like one spot away from the bottom three. Like that's it. That's how far off I was. <laughs> or oh, I'm sorry, all of us were. Uh so thank you, TL and CLG, for ruining my power rankings. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah, that's uh not as accurate as i'd hoped that's all so hopefully next split we have some better ones and a bit more consistent games i want to say consistent games i want more i want more more predictable. like predictable yeah i want more predictable games <laughs> i want there to be more like okay this is my first team this is my second team this is my third team and then you can improve from there because when you're like all right you got c9 and you got everybody else and then it's just like, how do you fix that? How do you improve that? You don't. It's, you don't. You can't. It's just such a. It's such a massive, weird shit that you can't. You can't form it into anything, and it just keeps falling apart. Oh, I also want to say it's very great. It's amazing that TSM had. I believe they went two zero in the weekend they went against C nine. Yes, they Am beat C nine and FlyQuest that weekend. And everyone's and like, this is the second best team. And then they went one and three the rest of the split. For the exact same reason. <laughs> Do you remember earlier in the split when you decided to pick GG over TSM? Because uh, I called them shitting the bed? Yeah. This was the moment. This was the week in which you had the most faith, Anthony. You should have known. What? You should have known this would have been... Known? That this would be the time when they would shit the bed. Okay. And go. You mean at the end of the split? Yes. O2 right after they beat C9. Right after. Sure? This this was the time. (laughs) Are we talking about our picks? I don't know what he's doing. I don't know where you're going with this, Hey, but we're talking about power rankings. I know. I know. I just wanted wanted to bring that up. That's it. (laughs) All right. Otherwise, I... I think I had TSM placing fourth. Anthony had TSM placing second. Yeah, you gotta you gotta uh, have some faith in the homies. Okay, that's fair. I can't blame you. I think I no. I think I said that EG and C9 were gonna have a, a harder time putting themselves together because because mm-hmm. C9 just looked like they came off of a real bad breakup, but it turns mm-hmm. out they came out of a really bad relationship and cleaned up their lives. <laughs> True. Mm-hmm. Dude, I got no idea. This split was kind of wild as fuck. I, whoo, wild ride, wild ride. TL finished ninth. Gotta just keep saying that because otherwise, yeah, I, mean, I still don't fucking believe it. Chaos theory. All right. That's all. All right, all right, all right. So we're coming into this. Who are our MVP and coaches split? I'm gonna start off with my coaches split. Coach Kane. Coach Kane coming in hot. Dragging down TL to that ninth place spot. That's what I want. I pick my coaches by entertainment value, by the way. Okay. <laughs> so right. that's my coach of the split. Wait, what, 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 what's your guys' coach of the split? Uh, oh, Kane. No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Matt. I you, gotta, you gotta know who you're about to bring up. 
uh, who's TSM's coach? Uh, ooh, ah, Peter Zhang. Like I just I like, like whoever keeps TSM at a playoffs. TSM's in playoffs. <laughs> Sorry, TSM's I like in... whoever keeps TSM uh, out of top three. Whatever, you might ask. It was probably yeah. Reaper. <laughs> probably Reaper. Yeah. Are you kidding me, bro? Like, There's... like I wouldn't have if they ha- if uh, I w- did not think I was going to. But just seeing the performance and the variety, and the variety, the ability to change styles and keep their head on their shoulders, the ability to basically like keep their heads in the game even when they looked like they were a little bit behind at times or like it was a little bit even, they were always able to keep their heads in it. I literally just don't understand how it can be anybody but Reaper right now because mm-hmm. he coached this team uh, into oblivion, but like in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> He coached this team into I I just feel godliness. Like, I feel like every other coach is just so far below Reaper because all of the teams are so fucking hectic and nobody made like a crazy good climb and or a lot of improvement from their previous position or from what people expected. Really, I guess you could say that about FlyQuest, but they've also like they had a giant slump at the end of the split. Like they weren't yeah. looking too hot towards the end, so I don't know how you could really say that Think Card could or could be worthy of coach of the split. If they finish second, yeah, I'd be like, yeah, it's probably Think Card right now. FlyQuest came in with everyone being like dead team, it, but they showed it's, up. It's, but it's Reaper. It's fucking Reaper. Everyone knows it's fucking Reaper. Oh, absolutely. It's also Curry was the coach for FlyQuest. Who's Think Card for? Uh, Think Card I think is for Dignitas, and Anero is for GG. Um, oh, you're I right, want to. Right. I'm sorry. Gotta give it to. Gotta give it to. Always gonna give it to Reaper. But honorable mention, Zabutine. <laughs> God. Can damn. I give worst coach of the split to Zabutine for that stupid fucking roster? I. I don't. I. You have to have clear priorities in a game on what no, your win and loss conditions laners. are. French solo laners! Aika! Aika! But watching the Dignitas versus Immortals games, I. 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 was very confused about how a team with Ocean Soul is felt and also 12 and 5 feels the need to send their AD carry to split push um instead of trying to set up a continual poke or some something that's not sending hey, Mom, we're talking about coaches all... split here what are you doing I'm still very lost about this, and I'm meandering through it because if you're the coach for that team who has an ocean right. soul so and it's twelve and, and five, do you need to say much more? <sighs> I need to elaborate just a bit more on that's right. that's a very bad. All right, bad so thing. we all agree, coach of the split is Reaper. Mm-hmm. Who is everyone's MVP? Matt, you want to go first since it's probably on your team? It's Sven. <laughs> it's Sven. 
Why do you sound surprised by that? <laughs> it's because there's two other options. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, yeah, I probably am just because of the insane early game play or early split play where he was like, you know, literally a god. Um, yep. Unkillable for like four and a half weeks. It was uh, quite the run. I enjoyed watching it. It was a uh, Fun to watch. I forget if it was FlyQuest or Dignitas who uh, ended his his uh, deathless streak. One of the reasons why I actually became a TSM fan is because I found out that Expecial hadn't died in three games in like 17, 72 That's why I became a C9 fan because in the promotional tournament, um, Meteos didn't die. Huh? Cl- clearly, we like KDA players. <laughs> <laughs> Not on my team, though. <laughs> Uh, and I'm a FlyQuest fan because Sucks I'm for you, bro. season 5 TSM. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you liked Wild Turtle. That's the answer. I liked Wild Turtle too. I just liked winning more. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, okay. Um, who's your, who's I, your same art? I have to... I'm going to give it to Blabber because I didn't expect him to perform this well. There were times that I looked at his gameplay... And just uh, his micro decisions, where he knew, oh, I'm going to be engaged on, and just predicted uh, like a proper Gragas barrel and stuff like that in the heat of the moment, right? And he was one of the players that I thought would be the fault of this team that, that would be their unbecoming. His performance unbecoming. has been a... <laughs> that would yes destroy would make this team um, that low in the rankings that I placed them in, and he's been delightfully doing well right that's why i want to give him mvp um just because of how well he has been playing how aggressive he's been able to keep that up-tempo play style uh he has been able to fight back kills and he has been able to micro very well <laughs> that's been one of the reasons so i was wondering if we would actually have this happen apparently we did i was gonna pick niski Niski has oh. been the crazy. <laughs> he's played like he, he's been playing into whatever play style that uh, C9 was trying to play. He's been carrying games where he could and needed to, and he's just looked like a, a monster in the mid lane. And to be honest, I don't think that you can give. I don't feel like you can give the jungler for Niski. MVP twice in a row before you give Niski the MVP. But you can give it to the AD carry who played out of his absolute mind. I, I just I just feel like Niski was doing great during that time too, and I don't feel like there's been a time where I'm like, Niski, what the fuck are you doing? Mind you, Zven I had a couple of questions for him during that TL game when he fucking ate shit three times. Fair. Oh. But yeah. um, I don't think there's much more to uh, talk about with the MVPs there. Oh, we can talk about who's rookie of the split, but is anyone a fucking rookie that isn't Ica or Ryoma? I don't even think Ryoma counts. Johnson. Johnson, I yes. Johnson, I wins it to Johnson. <laughs> Johnson wins it by default. Johnson wins it by default. Yeah, that's it. The, unless you want to count Huhi and Keith as the first split as a support. Everyone else has uh, played before. 
You can count Shurnfire, I think. Shurnfire has four games. Mm. Ah, it's Johnson. Probably Johnson. You're not wrong. I thought you just said it was Jensen, and I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, he's the rookie. Jensen, the newest. You, you never saw him before in your life, dog. Not, can you C9, see why I was confused? TL never happened. <laughs> I can, can totally understand. Can you see why understand. I was confused? Yes, dog. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the preview of the playoff brackets. Alright. So, everyone seems to agree that uh, C9 is going to demolish 100 Thieves. But, uh, a little, little bit of a disagreement over here around the EG game. Heymont, why, why do you think FlyQuest is going to win? Um, like I said, I do love how Santorin, Ignar, and Power of Evil have been performing together, right? And even though EG in recent weeks have been picking it up, with they still haven't had like extremely monstrous games that would turn to them and be like, oh, they they were considerably dominating. Actually, no, I lied. There was the EG versus TL game where they were considerably dominating. But um, in the tiebreakers against 100 Thieves, um, they Jizuke was running around a little bit. Uh, it was very weird. It looked like 100 Thieves had that until things started going awry. Um, that's why I think that perhaps FlyQuest do have a bit of a chance. I do honestly want... I'm not sure whether I'd prefer having Solo or Viper in the top lane. Because I did see Santorin make a couple early plays towards Solo. So I'm a bit biased towards that. Um... But I think that the core of Power Evil, Santorin, and Ignar could handle this team, especially in a best-of-five series. Uh, I think you're just straight wrong, because I think Jizuke, Svenskeren, I think they have them beat on almost every lane. I just, I don't see a world in which, uh, in which that, in which EG lose this. It, it seems like such an open-and-shut game. I FlyQuest might be able to take one game off them if uh they give Viper uh Riven. I feel I think that's like the only way they're gonna win. But I they don't it doesn't I feel like Kumo can keep up with so, uh, Viper and Solo. I it, it doesn't. I don't doesn't, think they have anyone you can. I don't think they have anyone you can beat Kumo. Matchup for matchup. Who, who can like convincingly like just smash Kumo into the ground to the point where he's a non-issue, right? Mm -hmm. the the only way i think flycus win is through uh champion select uh and i think that's where they get the one one that's it that's it so matt where, where do you think they're getting that second one uh just because i think it's kind of tight <laughs> uh and i think that <laughs> desperate times call through desperate measures and they pull out the crazy fucking plays boys you know like um legit i think it's probably just because i was anxious about having called my this is the first time we've ever done the podcast where i've called the 3-0 which you'll see soon <laughs> so i've been sort of making up for it <laughs> you know a little overcompensating oh, but... right right you like to hedge your bets oh, yeah. you're a fucking coward that's where the fucking coward meme started uh, well, okay you know I, eat my ass i guess I, but I think the only reason why i could i could reason why FlyQuest have been running solo 
is to prepare for this matchup. I think this is not 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 the match specifically, but prepare for playoffs and be able to swap out Solo and Viper depending on mm-hmm. what they want to go for. Maybe, but uh, I never I I never feel like these work unless you're like really really good and you're you like have some very prepared stuff. And I don't think that FlyQuest are gonna have something prepared enough that Viper shouldn't be able to play anyways. And yeah. if you're switching like. Okay, Viper plays uh, Riven, Fiora, and Renekton. I don't know. This is just an example, not actual champion pulls. And uh, Solo plays Aatrox, Orn, and Maokai. Okay, I just swap my bands. Doesn't matter. Mm. <laughs> it, it, yeah. It, I always said if you could swap players after you lock in champions, it would be more interesting. The only caveat is that then you have one tricks on your team and you just like, well, they gave my one trick to his one trick champion. Throw in the one trick. The game's over. Like, yeah, that's the only only problem with it. I Hamon is the uh, uh, only other detractor in the C9 series as well. How the fuck do a hundred these take that one game and make these gods bleed like TSM did? Uh, it's strictly through drafting. <laughs> that's what I'm seeing. Drafting hey. what? That's against C9, the team that hasn't particularly lost draft that much, and has they... won with basically whatever the fuck they were given. Yes, but also because I do believe someday is still a very great top laner. Uh, okay. I think that maybe they'll be able to cheese one game that's what i'm hoping for that's what i'm hoping to see i don't want it to be a fully shut out series right that's what i'm hoping for i'm hoping but for a quick three <laughs> it might just be a three oh yeah very- i don't necessarily want it but i'm prepared for it <laughs> I, I just think it's gonna happen i don't i don't feel like i can justly say C9 are not about to just stomp everyone in these playoffs. I think if C9 don't, like, if they continue to not drop a game, I will continue to call a 3-0s with them every single time. There's not a team that they should be afraid of right now. I think the only team that they would have been afraid of is TSM, and they're in the lower bracket. They don't have to play them till finals if they went out. But I will die fucking laughing if, if C9 lose and have to play TSM and fucking losers. My oh, god. god. It'll be the best. It'll be hilarious. Matt will never live it down. It doesn't it matter would... if he wins that match. That's true. The uh, fact that 100 Thieves would have been the one to put C9 down would be... I... So Very confusing. <laughs> so there's a bit of a conspiracy that uh, C9 have picked 100 Thieves because if... When C9 wins, 100 Thieves goes directly to face TSM. Um, Why is that a conspiracy? Because uh, 100 Thieves... see, th- Apparently they want 100 Thieves to beat TSM. I think uh, they have a 2-0 record against them? No, they don't. I don't, underst- I don't know where this conspiracy came from then. Um... I don't know I don't... why they... I think they... The, the conspiracy is, is that they picked 100 Thieves to go beat uh, TSM. It might be that in, like, last week, 100 Thieves beat TSM. Wait, hang that, on. That might be it. Hold on, <laughs> hang on, wait. TSM has to go to finals. Apollo and Hakua aren't even in the fucking playoffs. Well. 
We tried, boys. <laughs> oh, fucking man. immortals didn't make it. TSM's going all the way, boys. Uh, all right. doubt. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's talk about uh, what matchups are we looking forward to? Like player to player, role to role. Who who we looking at? I am excited for none of it. <laughs> Matt, this is just like the only thing that can happen for Matt is losing because if they don't win out, it's failure. <laughs> they went seventeen yeah. and one, and if they don't knock some heads real easy, it's going to look bad. And I'm never gonna stop talking about it. Yeah, it's literally just lose lose for me. Like, I mean, it's win if we smash fucking hot shit. We're in there. But every time. You're on but, the precipice. Yeah, every time. You're waiting. You're right there. It's like the yeah, I don't know. Um The fear. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. The tension. The drama. I live. I am for kind it. of excited for the Fly EG game because I think it's gonna be closer. <laughs> yeah, I think I feel like that is the potential to be a more interesting series. The C9 Heart of Thieves is just going to be, like, walking around killing the small zombies in Doom. That's it. That's the whole game. That's it. Over and over again. I really don't want to see the 100 Thieves versus C9 game as much because I don't want to see someday in a matchup against Licorice. And by the... Not, not necessarily that he's going to lose to Licorice, just, like, outright but that he's going to have to be there and watch the rest of his team get beat. I don't want to see that happen someday. <laughs> that's not <laughs> So that's not what I want to see happen to my boy. I think I'm looking forward to uh I think I'm looking forward to PoE versus Jazuke and probably Wild Turtle versus Bang. Those are the, the those two matchups seem to be kind of kind of what I'm there for. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see these two powerhouse mid laner I, I say powerhouse they're, they're they're pretty good mid laners but they're european mid laners they're gonna go at it and I just, it seems like the closest matchup to me and it looks like it's gonna be interesting poe's had some interesting uh some some good carry potential on his team and so is wild turtle and i feel like bang hasn't been in that hyper carry position a lot he's just been a lot more solid so I'm wondering if he's gonna try to if they're gonna try to play to bang it for a carry and is that like how's that gonna work out? It's just these are the these are the ones I'm looking forward to. They they seem the most interesting. Kumo versus Viper or Solo just seems like uh if Viper gets wit riven, he wins. Otherwise Kumo's probably fine. Yeah. And Sven's gonna win. Hands down. <laughs> can't can't help you there. <laughs> I'm just glad I don't have to watch Ica. <laughs> Ica's my new punching bag, Matt. It's no longer Dokla. It's no longer Dokla. I was Dokla Bye, playing League of Legends last year. Oh. Mm. Let me just double check that uh, we're not missing anything uh, newsworthy. Which uh, I doubt. No, it doesn't look like it. The new Coven skins actually look fucking dope. <laughs> Did you see that um T1 rebranded to F1? Uh, they rebranded. Yeah, to they rebranded F1? to F1. 
Hey, hey Mont, what day is it? Uh, March 31st. Okay, what time is it in Korea? Uh, da, 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 I have no clue. Yeah, it doesn't it's matter. April Fool's, it's April Fool's Day in Korea. God damn it. <laughs> Makes sense. It's also, it's also like, I have to probably close the, well, it's probably 10 o'clock-ish, same as us, except in the morning. Okay. God damn it, Haymont. How would you miss that? I am trying to see. It's I've actually. 9 a.m. in Seoul right now. Alright. I'm out of topics. Yeah. At this point, I'm trying to figure out what happened to Arrow. I don't care. That man That's... absconded with Haunter's uh, MVP. Alright. Anyhow. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much all. That's it? Mm -hmm. Matt, we're out of topics. You want to take us home? Yeah, I think I will. I'll do it for uh, the regular season of the Spring Split 2020 of the LCS. You can catch the catch us live on Tuesday. Actually, okay, next week we're going to be uh, live on Monday at 8, I think, and then Thursday at 8 because they're playing... Uh, they're playing the losers bracket Tuesday, Wednesday at 4 p.m. So uh, catch us on Twitch.tv slash Nizzy2K11 next Monday at 8 and or Thursday at 8. Uh, normally it's on Tuesdays at 8, and we should probably go back to that after uh, after that because they're back to normal schedule. Uh, catch the VODs on Legendary Podcast YouTube channel, and uh, have a nice night. Oh, good night, friends. Good night, good night, good night.